counts. So yeah, um, which and now we're recording. Um, so the alchemist. Um, yeah, we were just what up, talking. What up? What up? Everybody. <laughs> um, and we were just talking about plant counts. And I'm in Virginia. Are you in? Are you one of the many, many Virginians? Yeah. So we um, we <laughs> we started out in uh, Stephen City area. So that's Frederick County. Um, okay. We're a little bit. We're a little bit more north of that now. Um, okay. Right on the okay. right on the line. But yeah, it's uh, the plant cow thing is is crazy, man. I think any time that you. <clears throat> tell somebody how many time how many plants they could grow is, right is it's a fucking plant it's a fucking Literally. plant nobody's <laughs> nobody's telling me how many tomatoes to grow uh, they might i don't know like it, it seems like they every so often try to have you know restrictions on oh well you can't collect rainwater and you should you can't do this and you can't do that and it's like really because i'm pretty sure it's my house i'm not hurting anybody if i collect some rainwater yeah. you know, and use talking... it to water the garden yeah you know i was talking to uh one of the um gromies in michigan they can actually i think they can actually do it there legally um where like here on let grow, us catch yeah well, catch rainwater. Oh. Um, so, other states are allowing it. It's this mm-hmm. area that doesn't doesn't let us do it. Um, um, but it's, I mean, it's interesting, man, because in a lot of ways, you want to be like, you got a four plant count max. That's bullshit. But well, and it's like I, mean, I... you got a lot of other states out there where you can't even grow at all. Yeah, um, and that's stupid and it's, too. It's funny we see this trend where we're. Yeah, we're talking about, uh, you know, they got medical, they got medical. That's cool. It's like, but you can't, you can't grow. Yeah, those medical cards should also come with like a growing um, ability. Like in Canada, like they, you know, with their, um, you know, cards, their medical, or maybe it's just, I think it's just legal at this point. But like they, you know, they had a, like a medical card system, at least at one point. I remember people talking about it and like, you know, and they had it as a scale as it should be where it's like, you know, depending on how, (laughs) how severe your problems, issues, medical conditions are, you know, they will allow you certain number of plants and like, you know, so you could be able to grow your, you know, you could grow like a hundred plants if, you know, they allowed you to or 12 or whatever. And you know, it's just, it's stupid. Like, it just, it kind of, it goes back to, like, you know, whatever people do in their own home, like, as long as it's not hurting anybody, who cares? Um, but, yeah, like, I think in Virginia, they have it set in the, the law, like, you know, for flowering plants. Well, you know, once again, the flowering cycle uh, could be, like, eight to nine weeks. <laughs> so, if we're, you know, are we are we truly talking about the flowering cycle, or are we talking about, like, when the plant has THC and is, like, you know, ready to be harvested and, and done something with, you know? Because, like, I swear to God, if I had, if, not that I do, I, I don't, but if I had eight plants that were in flower, um, you know, it, it's, like, yeah, but how much of those is, like, ready to be harvested in the next week or two or whatever? It's like, and then how many of them are, like, are they, you know... How are they basing it off of... Right. 
yeah, they don't I fucking think know. A lot of it probably goes to. Yeah, I think it'll go down. To, it'll come down to if the plant is producing trichomes or not, or if there's actually verifiable THC. I would hope so because um, above the threshold. But nobody. I would hope so, but having to go through it, you know. We don't want to. I don't want to be the person. Of course that, not. That has to have the law interpreted in their case. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So, right, because you're standing in front of a judge, paying a lawyer thousands of money to keep you out of jail. Um, hopefully, if you're able to, like you know, my, um, I think I've brought it up, uh, but I'm gonna bring it up again. My parents uh, have gotten in trouble uh, for growing the cannabis, and it was outside. It wasn't in view of neighbors, but. Um, my my parents were like feeding the deer during like hunting season or something and uh so they got called on and when the wildlife person came my dad was like sure i'll show you where we feed the deer and you know happened to be going by the garden and then it was kind of like you know, because my mom was, like, on the phone with me. And the guy was, like, you know, like, pointing at it. And my dad's just, like, oh, oh. like and I'm just, like, no! <laughs> right, because, like, it was, it was way too late. Like, she called me, like, as they were, like, already walking back there. So I couldn't just be, like, no, no, do not say, just, just tell them go away. Like, you don't need to show them shit, you know. Just make them go away. Like, don't show them anything, like. Now, now I think they know, like, right, you know, right. why are you here? Do you have a search warrant? You know, all that shit. Yes, yeah, it's, it's tough, man. Um, yeah. The legal system is, I've had my fair share with the legal system, so. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sore subject, man. It's a real sore subject for me. I think that uh, there's not a lot of conversation is being had about, uh, how to actually remedy the problems that we're facing in our society uh, with with how we incarcerate people, um, the 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 goals of incarceration, all that kind of stuff. And uh, you know, we got these laws that are rolling out now about cannabis, and this state is doing one thing, the state's doing another thing. Federally, it's this. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate to see anybody in a situation where they stand in front of a judge and their life is on the line and they're basically going, all right, we're going to figure out how much time we're going to give you or we're going to figure out what to even do, honestly, because we don't even know. We actually had to have somebody here. Thank you for showing up. So it's 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 nuts, man. Um, in my opinion, free to plant, you know, what I mean, free to people. So, yeah, that's my two cents on it. And I that's coming from, you know giving them six years of my life so yeah you were in the system yep yeah yeah i spent i spent a good bit of time uh throughout my life locked up um mostly in in the state of maryland so that's not too far from us obviously um the maryland state line from even where we live at here is 30 minutes you know what i mean so i spent Mm -hmm. a lot of time out there uh incarcerated and doing my sentences and then you know we came out here and we try to make a better way but 
I'm a real person too. You know what I'm saying? So I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. You know what I mean? When when you got people that's telling you what to do, it's it's funny, man. I remember telling a friend of mine. You know, there's this idea uh, that we all uh, the society that you should conduct yourself in certain ways. You should look mm-hmm. like this. You should do this. You should live here. You should mm-hmm, go mm-hmm. here. These mm-hmm. are things that are acceptable. And it's like we we need that social structure, but at the same time. Uh, we're all lawbreakers, yo. We're all deviants. We're all people that make mistakes. We're all people that have baggage and shit and, and come from a past, you know, that deal with traumas that, uh, and, and you know, it, it's so funny because you get people that are, uh, I'm not going to say high and mighty, but, uh, you got people that don't think that they, they do any wrong. Mm-hmm. And, I, I always use a very uh, simple example when I go, you know, do you ever go 60 and 55? You know what I mean? You're breaking the law. And so it's like there's so much common humanity uh, that we need to recognize and use to help steer our society, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, so, you know, you tell me, yeah, you got a four-plan count. This is what it is. Indeed, yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah, you know, sure. we all we all gonna make our own decisions, and I think that uh, we need to start banding together more and standing for what we believe in. Um, there's a lot to that, though. That's a blanket statement, right? Because right. everybody's got certain opinions. Like yeah. you talk about growers, and we got organic growers and salt growers. Just like you're gonna have different people from different walks, but uh, the essence of the heart is is true. You know what I'm saying? And is mm-hmm. that people shouldn't be locked up for weed. Right. People shouldn't be locked up for weed. No, of all the things uh, out there going wrong with the world, um, it's you know, it, yeah, it, it's it's just weed. Um, like I really wish, as a society, we would focus on, um, you know, gun violence and. Um, you know, and all that entails, but which always just comes back to like whatever travesty is going on. I feel like it always comes back to, we need more like mental health resources available. We need more of that to be either, uh, I guess, yeah, just straight up available and, um, not shamed. Um, because I feel like, like too many things, bad things happen because people, aren't getting what they need. I I don't know why, probably because I've clicked on too many articles, but I've seen way too many articles about um, parents, you know, doing horrible things to their children, you know, up into unaliving them. Recently, right? re- recently I've seen all this in the news. Like, it's crazy. Like, yo, like all the last week, I think I kept looking at the news and I'm going, this guy killed his wife. This guy killed his wife. Yeah, this guy no. killed his kids. I'm like, what's going Why? on, man? Like, but, you it, know, a lot of that, too, is what you're what you're being shown, you know? Yeah, like, I know. And is it is it because I'm sure it's always been going on right since the dawn of time, you know, and it's not just humans. I've watched fucking documentaries on birds and I've seen ducklings in it, whatever. Um but, you know, it's just like, so it's like, is this just more like fear, like trying to control us and keep us scared of everything because it's working? Uh, which I'm not okay with either because. <laughs> I think in a lot of. 
I think in a lot of ways, uh, I mean, you got to ask those questions if you're running a nation, maybe. And that's, do I need to control my people? Um, do I want free thinkers? How, how freely do I want them thinking? And I mean, those are all conspiracy theories and speculations, I guess. But uh, I think when I smoke weed, my mind is definitely way more open to sure. creativity and to uh, uh, conversation and to and less violence. Shit. Um, I think that now I think that I want to say that I think that there that's a continuum and there's a spectrum to it because you can smoke and use I think and and deal with your issues and kind of cope with them mm -hmm. or you can do the complete opposite which is use and and run from your issues and so I found myself recently when you start talking about things like mental health um, making more of a shift towards facing those things that we need to uh, face in our life, those those challenges, those past traumas, those hurts, um, those concerns, the worries, the fears, the hopes. You know what I'm saying? So many of us out here, man, we had shit that wanted to go right in our lives that probably just didn't. You mm. know what I mean? That hurt us, that made us feel a certain kind of way. And it's like that shit's still within you. You never really faced it. You right. know, are you facing it now? Right. And so I personally, when I smoke, my mind is way more open to seeing myself and facing my own demons and my own realities. Right. You know? Seeing that's your kind patterns. Of part of when we talk about like that patterns is a huge word for me in my vocabulary within the last month. Um, it's an amazing thing. I mean, Carl Jung talked about the, the premise of complexes. And so there's these, these things that are, are so connected to other things that, that form this basis of something that can trigger you. And so and, and so somebody comes up to you and they go, you know what, you ain't shit. And you go, oh my God, you, who are you? And so you have this response, this internal right. conflict, all these different things is the result of that. And I started wondering, you know, what the hell are my patterns, man? You know, what is it? Because these things are kind of driving us automatically. You know, when you you get really angry at somebody you get into a mode you know you get into a tunnel vision and, and your whole experience is just it's a certain way you mm -hmm. get a certain way and so it's like but can you start seeing that mm -hmm. can you start seeing that you're being that way you know and um that's part of the healing process man and i think the cannabis helps it a great deal uh for people that are mindful and that are intentional with it yep you know, I don't judge either way, but I find that in my own walk now, you know, yeah. and that's the premise of like my name on Instagram is this idea of the transformation uh, in life. It's not just spiritually. It's not just physically. Um, there's this growth and this process that's happening within me as I go, as I go as a grower, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? As I go as a photographer, I'm just seeing myself, man. I remember the days of being on YouTube and watching uh, Envy Closet Med Grower or watching, uh, you know, some of these like old school YouTube people, you know what I mean? And then it's like, now look, you know? Mm -hmm. Everybody. I'm watching. I'm, watch, I'm, I'm watching y'all. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. But it's, but it's, but it's so cool because it's, it's gone from, 
you know, okay, there's a couple big names that we're going to look at. Uh, yeah. I can see anyone now. I can find anybody yeah. that resonates with me, um, that's growing yeah. like me, that's having problems like me. And so it's, it's so cool to be able to look back and go, this is where I was and this is where I'm at. As a grower, this is where I was and this is where I'm at as a photographer. Mm-hmm. What greater thing than as a human? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Yes. How long? So when you so when y'all hear all this out there, I want y'all to soak it in. Soak <laughs> it in. Yes, please. Um, so how long have you been growing? I started growing, I'd say probably the back end of 2017. Wow. Okay. So, so it's been a few years, probably about five years. Yeah. And how long have you been doing photography? A noob. Uh, you know, ironically, I started shooting photography about it. I had to think about this. I started shooting photography about a year before I started growing. Okay. So um, that in itself has been a huge, huge, huge transform- transformation as far as what I do um, with my pictures and stuff. And it's crazy. I started Is it just... Out, um... Yeah, sorry. What did you say? I was going to ask if it's um, simply a passion, hobby, uh, venture or is this something that you do professionally it's a combination of both i would say um i recently just did a shoot for a company um performing arts and nice. so that was something that was paid and that was cool yeah. um i've done a lot of like tfp uh i've gone to like dc and do, done shoots there where they have something in D.C. called Street Meat. If y'all never heard that up, look that up. Street Meat in D.C. is a, a cool venture for creatives. Um, they get, like, videographers, photographers, uh, dancers, uh, models, people that are just interested in it. So you get all these people together, mm-hmm. um, and then they just create content. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So I've done a lot of TFP, uh, and that's really kind of how I started, man. Uh, I fell into a huge depressive state right before that I was making like 60,000 a year you know we're I'm married my life's good got a house everything's falling in place we're out of debt paid off the cars you know what I'm saying like all this stuff but I was miserable mm-hmm. man miserable mm-hmm. I hated my job um I didn't have Been any there. joy and uh one year you know they said the family's like yo what do you what do you want for Christmas you know, and you know that's when you've arrived, Joe. When your family <laughs> is asking what you want for Christmas, and you're we like didn't nothing grow up like that, right? <laughs> we didn't grow up like that, you know what I mean? And then Christmas <laughs> is all planned out and everything, like right. you know, here's yeah. every, you know what I mean? You're already everybody already know what they got. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. what is this? You yeah. know? And so I was like, man, I, I I didn't care. It was like anything that I wanted, I could have bought. You know what I'm saying? So I was like. I don't know, man. Just buy me a camera. Maybe I'll take some pictures or something. <laughs> and, um, I got a camera. And I was like, all right, let me go and take some pictures. And I wound up actually in PA. I was in PA when I first started shooting. I was up in uh, Harrisburg um, for a training for my job. And I had brought my camera. I was watching like dozens and dozens of hours of stuff on YouTube on how to do photography and stuff and um i took a picture of some street lights you know mm. just street lights and 
I have a picture of it somewhere, but I don't know where it is. And literally, I got it printed. And if you saw it, you'd be like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Just something just ordinary, but it looks pretty cool. And um, that's kind Those of where it took off. I was like, yo, I really want to do this more. I can create. I can build worlds. And, and so that's kind of what happened man i just started making myself available i started reaching out to people on ig random right like and that was the craziest part yo because i remember talking to my wife about it and she's like yo you're just hitting people up on ig asking if they want to shoot in your area and i'm like yeah i'm asking women i'm asking dudes. i was like stalking dudes like on um not really stalking dudes but like I would look in the local area and try to find people that were like working out and just doing different things. And I'd be like, Hey, yo, I'm a, I'm a photographer. I'm trying to get my feet off the ground. You know what I'm saying? Just looking for the next step, man. And mm -hmm. talking about next steps. Cause there's somebody out there that needs to hear this message. That was the key to me staying out of jail so far. It was just taking the next step, man just doing the next thing and for real a lot of y'all a lot of us out there that's our problem is we're trying to take five and six and seven and eight and nine and ten steps just take the next step right and so i was hitting these people up i'd be like yo and you know what there was people that saw me and ignored me there was people that blocked mm -hmm. me and there were people that made promises yeah this sounds cool i'm really interested in it that never came through but eventually there were people that did come through and so yeah. i just started there um one of my first shoots was uh a creative shoot let me see if i could show you this picture real quick is that one behind you the um looks like a bridge was that you yeah yeah that's a that's uh, picture i took over in um percival so that's out in percival I don't know where that is, but it's cool. Looks like a metal. Uh, like... That's a no Northern Virginia. Okay. So we're talking Loudoun County. Ah. See that picture yeah. right there? Oh, yeah. That was. It's like a little red that, riding hood lady. Ooh. Yeah, that was my first photo shoot um, with She's somebody gorgeous. that was just interested in coming out and doing some work. Heck yeah. I mean, that, yeah. yeah, like models, I feel like, yeah, they're just, they're looking also for the right photographers, people to work with, sure. Like, yeah, people that are cool and professional, like, not creepy. And you know, the best, <laughs> the best, the best thing about it all has been that everybody that I've kind of grown with in my journey has not been professional people. Mm -hmm. It's been regular people. Um, Every single person I shot with has said, I don't take good pictures. I don't know how to do this. I'm no good at this. And then you fucking nail a fucking shoot for them. And they oh, go, yeah. oh, my God, I didn't even know I could do shit like this. And it builds people's confidence, yo, is the best thing in the world, man. Yes. I have been lucky. I wanted to jump on. There's a company out there. Yeah. What were you saying? Oh, um, I've lucky been lucky enough to run across a couple of just excellent photographers. Um, one that did my wedding and maybe another session. Um, and then when we moved down here, somebody a little bit uh, around this area, she did 
she's doing some fall mini sessions and yeah she's great but yeah yeah i think that when you get somebody that's good and they can get good pictures for you they're gonna help you feel confident and that was mm -hmm. a big thing that i saw over the years with the people i worked with was just them going man this is really cool and i was creating something for them that to me was timeless right mm -hmm. because it's more creative work um you know an image like this let's see if i can get the glare off it uh oh okay looks like she's floating sort of mm -hmm. like right with the balloons it's, and stuff yeah exactly yeah and we did this just out in the street one day and you know i built that for her and it's like nice. something cool and it's yeah. like, you, you can look back at this and be like, yo, I remember that time I was out there. And, it, you know, there's a whole story actually with that. Um, right. We were out there and there were some um, some homeless people out there. And the person I'm shooting with is a minor. I got a release form and all this different stuff for her. And I protect the people I'm with. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I had a little run in with one of the homeless dudes out there who happened to like pop out with a, a like a mini cooler or something when he opened this cooler a snake jumped out of it oh my <laughs> yeah, and it was like this whole thing it was yeah so you know it's we making memories out here man we making memories you know yeah for sure like yeah and they are because like oh man yeah Sorry, the like yeah, the the other one really was a kink cool session, so it was it was definitely memorable, huh? I was saying that was um that's been like a cool kind of feature of it, you know. Yep. Yeah, no, I it love. Transformed, I would say, more so into the into the the plant aspect. I would say about a year after that, uh, where I started. I think COVID, not really COVID, but COVID in a way really drove. Um, kind of focusing on the plants more so because it was just hard to shoot with people but uh mm -hmm. i would say kind of right before that i was in this transition phase where i was shooting a lot of portrait stuff and doing a lot of editorial work um and then i was just like you know what man i really like shooting the plants and they're always here they're always available <laughs> and i'm seeing such beautiful plants that i might never see again you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And that's when I started taking pictures of them. Mm. So, yeah, I love taking pictures of my plant and uh, my plants and um, obviously. And if you follow my Instagram um, and <laughs> I just have a stupid. What is this iPhone red? I think it's the 10 model. Um, but and, you know, I don't claim to be anywhere near professional level or even good um but i love doing it like i there the days that i don't do it i'm like hmm, okay but then it's like oh the next time i do i'm just like oh, i get to take pictures and then do the whole like editing which for me is just maybe like lightening them a little bit and then i'm um, putting you know my name on it so i know they're mine but um yeah poor, yeah it's poor editing it's, huh I said, yeah. for editing. Yeah, I don't yeah. like editing at all. It is the most tedious aspect of it to me. Um, and so that's why a lot of my stuff, when you see it, it's going to say something like, this is not edited. Or, right. Because you're like, I don't give a shit. Or, <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, a lot of things is lighting. So yeah. cameras, phones nowadays don't. I mean, don't sleep on ca- uh, camera phones, man. Right. I mean, really, there's only fine. there's only like one or two aspects of photography where handheld cameras are excelling, and that's off-camera lighting, which most photographers would know. Um, mm-hmm. The technology is so caught up. I mean, you could take amazing pictures on your phone. Right. So, you know, but the editing Having part, a tripod. Yeah, like that. Coming from- like being able to like have it very steady. That's one of the things I've noticed. Um, yeah. Like most yeah, with the, with the plants and... Stuff, you definitely need mm-hmm. a tripod. Oh, God, yes. Like, otherwise, what are you doing? You're sitting there with your fucking jeweler's lobe, and, you know, I've done it. <laughs> Where you have the camera, like, you put it on the jeweler's lobe, and then you get it um, on the, you know, near the flower, and uh, it's super fun. Like, um, and it's sometimes even easier to see than, like, getting down there, but um, I always just get down there like, every single time. Um, but. Yeah, like the oh, I've seen oh, some of the micro shots that are just like that people get with the you know because they have the the steady hand you know the the tripod and whatever and they're just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's but you could have the nice stuff, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you don't have the nice stuff. I mean, right? That's the problem. Right, you still have to have good lighting. Another problem with fucking pro- the industry is this idea that we all have to have the nice and the new and the latest and the this and that to get the yields and the results. No, right. No. Perfect and, plants, you know, biggest I, yields, tightest buds. Yeah. That's why I want to jump on my story right now and just say whose plants are fucked up. Let's talk about that. You know, <laughs> let's talk about something of substance. And it's like, come on, man. Like everybody's battling something, but we all got to try to keep it shiny. And it's like, I saw a guy, but going back to that about the trichome thing, saying, like, I got to go in there and get on my hands and knees and look, and it's a hassle, and it's fucking, but still, you're doing the work that needs to be trichomes. I don't plan on it either. Let's talk about it. What are we talking about? If you're refusing to do something, it's going to be beneficial. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you can has tell. ways, though. Right. And that's. There's other, like, signs that the plant's done that you don't even have to check the trichomes when you get to a point where you're like, yeah, no, it, it's done this, 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 and this. Visually, like, all of that, like, chop it down. And you I've done that before, too, where I'm just like, I know it's done. have to. Yeah, huh? I don't think I don't think you I don't think you have to, but I think if you have the capability to actually do it, you should. It's like saying if I could be better at basketball and I want to be, but I won't take a step to do it. You know what I mean? If you I don't think anybody should go out of their way to do anything um, if they don't feel inclined to. But if I'm sitting on a hundred a hundred millimeter macro or uh, a, a 60 times jeweler's loop or a phone mm-hmm. that can zoom in somewhat decent i should be looking at my trichomes to chop like yeah just because i can and i will have that information sure i don't have to but i should because i'm gonna make yeah. the most informed decision 
And that's right. my opinion. You know, that guy's like, I'm never going to do it. And it's like, all right, cool. I mean, those are your friends. <laughs> and you know them. You I know. know I, mean? I feel and like. That's the biggest thing is yeah. you know them. Yeah. And like everybody's maybe looking for, sometimes maybe they are looking for certain, um, you know, results where it's like, no, I want the more. Um, energetic, heady, high, whatever. So I'm gonna I'm gonna harvest it a little earlier. Um, whereas lately, anyway, I'm like I need something that's a little bit more relaxing to calm my ass down. So I'm gonna let it go a little bit longer so I can um, have that more relaxed feeling. So, um, but obviously, yeah, you don't want it to go too far because like. It, Checking and like I've heard some people say like you know checking the trichomes you know only if you're really doing um, like resin production or something you know that's where that needs to be maybe monitored but once again I guess it it depends on like what your results are or what you're going for and you know what you feel comfortable with. I think we should need. I, the it's all a matter on if the I think in my opinion if the community. Is gonna handle or deals well with empirical data. I mean, I'm I'm a science kind of guy, but I'm a spiritual, you know what I mean, new age kind of guy too. Um, there's certain things I get vibes and energies about, and I have opinions about them. And there's certain things that I'm like, what does mm, science mm -hmm. actually say? Um, there's a lot of information out there about trichome sure. development that I think that should circulate around the community a lot lot more so we're not passing misinformation and saying things like uh you know clear heads it's okay it's the or, development you know, like you're looking for the roundness right like otherwise it looks kind of more just like a dare i say penis where it's just straight and then has a, a bulby head you're looking for it to be more round but not quite detached right isn't that what we're looking for they actually got different types of trichomes in itself, but oh. when we're when we're looking at them, when yeah, I look it's at more complicated. My camera, <laughs> yeah, it definitely it's definitely more complicated. It's it's above my head, and and for sure, I lean on a lot of other people in the community to teach me because I don't know, <laughs> and I have no problems being yeah. like, mm, but I like to talk yeah. about it, you know. Um, when I shoot the trikes. My trikes be cloudy. I don't like a lot of amber, but they definitely need to be cloudy. Clear yeah. heads ain't getting me nowhere. Yeah, no. Um, and chopping a plant down before it's before it's actually showing signs of senescence is gonna result in subpar. Right, material. it's not gonna have THC. I've done it. I've had to do it. The cloudy is the THC. <laughs> it's like the yeah. It's the, that right there is definitely your turkey timer of like, well, the THC is there. <laughs> Yeah, the rest of it is just right. Yeah. And I think that, and that's that's the thing too. Like, there's so much to talk about when it comes to this. Um, when we start saying, "Hey, I need things that are going to have me more relaxed," or "I need something that's going to calm me down a little mm -hmm. bit more." Well, maybe we shouldn't be smoking sour diesel if we're trying to calm down <laughs> a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe we shouldn't be smoking hazes. Yeah. Or maybe, and and so what the the body say and so i like the approach <laughs> can you i'm sorry this is what I you get like, when you I have a toddler that like refuses 
too fucking nap in the afternoon. Then you get like the four o'clock, like just random screams. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah, those were happy screams like too. Two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I already know what's up. <laughs> My son come home. He gonna be like, how in a phase right now where everything is like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I don't do that, Dad. How old is he? He's two. Yeah. Ours is like two and two thirds right now. So like, and he's huge. Oh my God. He's huge. He's, he's wearing three T's. Um, yeah, I, I swear to God, I didn't eat this much as a kid. Right? I know. Right? <laughs> or they didn't, or they didn't feed us like they should. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I was left to cry it out somewhere around three up. months old. So I, you know, <laughs> I, I just, you know, I look at everything now as like, all right, you know, I try to remind myself she's doing the best she can. But at the same time, like when she comes at me with like, oh, you should do this and you should do that with my kid. And I'm just like, mm -mm, I'm not doing that. Everybody got an opinion, you know, about how they should raise their kids. And, um. And this standard to it, good intentions, but everything ain't for everybody. Um, at the same time, I think that it, it, parenting is so fucking hard, man. It's so tricky to try to figure out yourself. More <laughs> or less have to try to figure out something for somebody else. You know what I mean? And so, I, I you, and it's wild, yo, because I feel like I was low-key having this conversation before we had it. Um, <laughs> It's like you can I'm looking at myself looking at my kid but I'm seeing my mom and me mm. and trying to change that with my son mm. and it's like it's so wild to see all this activity this motion this trans this this internal just churning mm -hmm. while you actually still have to be a parent mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like while you have to how to clean up and while all while you're just going yo i totally just seen my dad there or i totally mm -hmm. just seen my grandmother you know and i don't want that there i need to fucking change it you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's like yo it's crazy yo to be given yeah. the opportunity to try to lead some body else's life and and bring up a kid Video. Yeah, I told somebody by herself. You raise a black man in New York by himself, and he's alive, yo. He's alive. Though I've been through a lot of shit and been in prison, I'm still alive, and it's crazy. Really right to her, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's big facts. But it's wild to be uh, able to see the things that we need to change, and this goes back to your conversation of patterns. And but you still can't even change all those fucking things. You know what I'm saying? You see it, you want to change it. You don't even know how it's getting under your skin like that. But the patterns, you know, mm -hmm. and that's the process of healing that I think that we have to face. Uh, for me, I turned mm -hmm. away from that for a long time. But here we are does, today. Yeah. Does your wife? Does it's she a point? Beautiful morning. Hell yeah. So, no. Does your wife point out the patterns? Like, hey. You know, when that or the situation that just happened, did you did you not see, you know, how maybe my that wife, wasn't? 
<laughs> my wife's a, my wife's a therapist, so yeah. Oh, there's a there's a there's a lot of conversations that happen here um, about mental health, about patterns, about what we see, uh, what cool. we want. Some sometimes it's good. Sometimes yeah. it's not good. Right. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. That, well, yeah, she's still uh, your wife, so it's still we're to learn. yeah. Yeah, exactly. she can't you be your therapist, be right? Like, yeah, you know. Ex exactly. You can't be my therapist and you right. need therapy. And, right. and you're a therapist giving therapy. And the therapist <laughs> that gave therapy to the therapist person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's this whole thing of every, every yo, everybody that hears this, this podcast, you need to get therapy. Yeah. <laughs> everybody yep. every single person yo it's so wild yo i ended yeah. up at a therapist and i yo i remember sitting there and she's like why are you here i'm like i don't even know oh i'm just coming i feel like i'm in a really good point in my life <laughs> um maybe i could do a little bit better so yeah. i'm just here to just i don't know make an assessment yeah right i've i've had that like, therapist that, office appointment before <laughs> i said those words that was like that was like <laughs> that was like 200 sessions ago <laughs> I kind of 200 sessions ago I said that nice I stopped doing like regular therapy stuff but um but I, I I always go back to it and I you know and one of the things is that she taught me um in the toolbox yeah oh my god so many tools um one of them is that like children need to feel secure Right? You start off, yeah, you have this yeah. little child. It's like a circle, ball, little ball. Um, and they need to feel secure. In order for them to, like, kind of move up to the next level, they have to feel safe and secured. If they don't feel safe and secure, they don't, you know, grow and learn and play and expand. So, you know, it's just, that's just been my thing. You start talking about it, attachment styles and stuff like that, whether you're. Yeah, uh, I mean, or, yeah, yeah that's that, that is what it is. But, um, you know, as long as the child feels like safe and secure, right? Like, you know, and then, of course, the other needs, um, basic needs and all that stuff. But, um, you know, I so with with our children, you know, I definitely see time because I my husband is talked a lot about his father and some of the issues and toxic traits that his father's had. And I've seen some of those come out in him when he's stressed and dealing with the child. And, you of know, course. he says things that I'm like, whoa, that was, that was pretty harsh. Like not like in the moment, like I, you know, I know to wait and, you know, talk to him later and I'm just like, Hey, so when you, you said the, this, like, did you realize that you said that? Because it's like, that it seems like really harsh to say to a two-year-old. And then, you know, we have a conversation about it. So, but yeah. yeah and it might be something that he may or may not see. That's, it, that's definitely the, that's not the, in the moment. And this is, yeah. And that's the importance of, uh, or the benefit and the blessing of having a spouse. Because where he's lacking, you're going to pick up. Yeah. And where you're okay. lacking, he's going to pick up. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of that is delivery. Um, I'm from New York, so a lot of what we say comes off as brash regardless. I think mm. only other New Yorkers could not take things so sensitively uh, or people from <laughs> metropolitan areas because city life yeah. regardless is pretty brash. And yeah. so 
you know, if you come off like, yo, do you realize the fuck you just said? Or like, do you even hear yourself? It's like, if somebody says that to me, it's straight information. Like, okay. But to somebody else, they might be like, man, why are you saying <laughs> it to me like that? Why did you, you, you hurt something? my feelings? Yeah. And, and so it throws up a ton of defenses and stuff. Yeah. So it's good. I think that you can, if you can have the discussion that you're seeing certain things and not make it super heavy, like, yo, I see you while out on them. And you know what I mean? Like you all right, check in mm -hmm. or whatever it is, like whatever works. Uh, yeah. use those things but we all have that you know what i'm saying you get in an argument with somebody and you turn into something you know what i mean whether it's the person that walks out the door the person that starts screaming the person that starts uh saying really hurtful things from the past or you know mm -hmm. there's so many things i think that we all do um that make us human mm-hmm and that's the the reason, in my opinion, for a lot more grace. You know, I like talking yeah. shit and I like I like uh, calling things out and having discussions and things like that. But that's the huge if nobody ever gets anything from me. Uh, the huge, huge thing is a not on judgment aspect of my life. Yo, I don't judge people. Um, yeah. Everybody's entitled to their own opinions and their own dignity and self-worth. And so. A lot can be built from that. You know what I'm saying? And it should be. Yeah. Like it, you know, of course we all have different experiences and different trials and tribulations that we've gone through. And, um, you know, we definitely should talk about that, like the good and the bad. Um, like I, you know, because I'm white. I definitely like so my tags expired on my car like months ago like both of our cars but like and I was in an accident like a lady rear-ended me um right before Christmas and the cops didn't say shit to us like didn't say shit to me about anything like oh one I not only were my tags expired um I didn't have insurance I didn't know I didn't have insurance um, because like progressive, like had gotten something about my husband's, I don't know, like the, the child support was, I don't know, something about that, I think. And then they came at me and they were like, I don't know, they, or maybe they just needed a copy of his driver's license. I'm not even sure what it was, but I just like, when I got the notice, I was like, this is nothing. I'm not worried about it. And then I didn't do anything. And then they canceled the insurance. So um, when this accident happened, like I was almost at 30 days. I was at like, you know, the, the insurance had been canceled on, I want to say like maybe the 28th or something like that. And this was like the 23rd. And I was just like, I got home and I was like, why the fuck didn't they give me a ticket? Like if this was any other state they would have gotten me a ticket or whatever. And then I had a conversation with my husband. He's like, it's because you're white. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I got there, like, because it's, and like, you know, because it's like a small town and, you know, they just, they didn't want to be it's bothered, possible. I'm sure, by the paperwork. Maybe. I mean, it's an assumption to say you got off with it because you're white. Yeah. It maybe it was, green. maybe they I've just got, didn't I've care. Got, I've gotten off. Oh. I've gotten off with a lot of things. Yeah. I've got caught with a lot of things. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, 
I can't really speak on that. I've I've had I've I've been in scenarios where I don't have a driver's license at all and I'm in a car I just bought that doesn't even have that has stolen tags on it and a cop pulled me over and I didn't go to jail. So I can't I, I I've seen so much with law enforcement that I could just fucking go on a rant about it probably for the rest of my life. The things I've seen in prison that I've seen correction officers do mm. to inmates when they had them handcuffed that they wouldn't do in real life if they didn't have them handcuffed. I mean, things I've seen cops a power do to people that they wouldn't do if they didn't have them handcuffed. It's like, yeah. I mean, it's that's a that's a tough conversation. But I've had helicopters let me slide with certain things, um, and I've had helicopters that didn't let me slide with certain things, and it was like, yo, you're going to jail. You know what yeah. I mean? And so what I what I hate is the lying and they already know how much they lie. So you know. Mm-hmm. And it's And the covering and that's just yeah. that's just a, that's it's that's just oddly a part of our society, man. Like this this premise of like don't do this, don't do that while I do it and I don't say shit about it on a low. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. go in other countries and do the same shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's all this this story and so for me limit the interactions in my opinion you know the less we have to have interactions with them the better because you don't know who the fuck you're gonna get you're gonna get somebody that's got a family and they're gonna treat you right and be honorable and do whatever the fuck they need to do or you're gonna get somebody that makes up a bunch of bullshit and writes it on paper and you can't do shit because they're a cop right I mean, in a position of power. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, even if they have a family, like you never, you just, you never know who you're gonna get. Like, because there's definitely we can keep your fucking head down. Yeah, right. Smoke Drink water and mind your, your business. Down. Yeah. Like, yeah, it... I'm a big. I'm a big advocate of mind your fucking business. A big yep. advocate. Where I'm from, that shit would get you in trouble. So, you know. Yeah. But I'm no, about. I... I grew up in communities and that's the thing that I think needs to happen uh, more and more is that we need to start looking at what builds us and what brings us together and start sharing and passing information more. There's such a uh, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to say this because it needs to be said and this is my opinion but there's a difference between industry and community and we need more community. Yeah community gets shit done and yeah that's the that's that's what i want to be a part of right know? like we all have our jobs um but like you know definitely community is 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 what feels good at the end of the day like because it, it comes down community, to but, like but relationships, really, right? Like yeah, actual relationships with actual people. Exactly. Whether that is with a company, let's say that does do cute stuff, or maybe they do make cute shit, right? And that's great. I love. Oh my god, I love small businesses, obviously. Um, but you know, and also other you know bigger businesses, whatever. But it's all about the relationships, like you know. It, it, the worst is is the you know the the big business relationships or just the corporate mentality of like people are gonna buy it just because whatever and I don't have to care and you know you all are just a number or whatever and like I guess like if you're 
whatever, like McDonald's or something, then Man, fine. I'm but preaching. like you can still do it without being a dick. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I'm preaching action. Yeah. So I hope I hope all the sponsors and all the potential sponsors are listening because <laughs> I'm preaching action, baby. <laughs> I want y'all. When we say community, I'm talking about getting in the community for real. Yeah. But what are we doing for our people? If you understand, everybody's got, you know, we trying to, everybody's trying to get some shit off the ground and get where they need to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to tell you, when you talk about these companies, mm -hmm. and there's some companies out there that got some names that are making waves, what are we doing in the community for the people? Yeah. Are we feeding people? Are we providing them with information, opportunities? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We start talking, and I'm not, and I don't want to name names, but yeah, that's my thing. Yeah. And that's my passion is that's where that's where my passions lie uh, we talk about uh, fertilizer companies we talk about uh, tent companies or light companies like yo can what can we do to get with real people can we provide mm -hmm. them with medicine can we provide them with product do you have any extra product or surplus that's not used or can't be used anymore that's still able to be used can mm -hmm. we get this into people that are in need can we start mm -hmm. making a presence where we live right you know, and that's that's my that's my um my, my long goal. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Those are long goal. Long goal visions. But that's a passion I have and I wanna see happen across the world really for the plant. Is I wanna see people coming together and going, Yo, we don't just grow together. We eat, we feed people. You know, mm -hmm. there's a couple guys on YouTube, um uh Grass and Class is a guy, if y'all never looked him up. Um, that I really liked a lot and I followed him for a long time I'd say some years ago uh, he would take like certain parts of his grows and just give them away mm. go in the community and just give them away mm -hmm. here's just all roll ups for everybody there's mm -hmm. no strings attached right. so when we are saying community that's big levels you know what I mean, and they mm -hmm. don't gotta be just plants. It could be, it could be anything. It could be salves. Right. It could be lotions. It could be CBD stuff. You know what I mean? Are we making a difference for real? For real? You know, I, I do it for my family, and that's a, a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But let's really, really build, and that's what I want to see, man. I want to stoke that fire for the people that's out there doing the work like that, for sure. So what, so that's a, that's still a noble and wonderful, um, direction, but it's still kind of broad. So what is it like, do you have a specific, like, we're going to have a community outreach specifically for medicine or just a kind of communal area to, to be able to like, you know, help people with certain resources? A part of it, I think, I, I think it's really you know in my opinion especially for virginia i think building mm. relationships is really the key to the state right now um just i would even say i would even go as far as much as to say that that's the case for like our dc area and now maryland um because so many people even in legal states are still hiding right and so sure Always. it's hard to it's hard in some ways to kind of draw that out. Right. So like case in point, like there's events that kind of popped, that kind of popped off like in the area. And it was like, wow, like 
Right. This is the first time I've ever been to something like this. And like, like, and so there's so many people that are still like, I can't believe I can come out and talk to you mm-hmm. and actually bring, you know, genetics and talk and, and build and like smoke. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so like, so we're still like in this like baby phase of just being able to connect plus code. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. what I see in our area. Um, so more, more, not necessarily events, but we need meetups and hangouts and stuff. And that's the that's the stuff I want to see more in the summer that happens. Um, there's some Facebook groups out in the area for Virginia um, that focus a lot on like meeting at farms and uh, breweries and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So definitely uh, making a presence there. Yeah. Well, because I mean, I don't know what the legality is with that. I guess if, if it's a private event, it's a private event. Um, I'm hoping, I'm assuming. So, you know, which is why they, maybe they, do they charge a cover or like some sort of entrance fee or something? Or do you know? We went to a spot, we went to a spot where you just, uh, you know, a lot of it again is about relationships. Okay. Yeah. um, We have one of the, uh, admins on the Facebook group hit upper brewer in the area this was a year ago that this happened you know we got the green light yeah you could have you know the growers over there in the corner mm-hmm. and then some people came and drank beer and some people you mm-hmm. know we sh- everybody swapping pictures and igs and talking and talking about genetics and going outside and smoking you know mm-hmm. obviously the smoking aspect of it you want to be careful with because mm. you're dealing with other businesses and their licenses mm-hmm. right so if you own a brewery mm-hmm. you know and i got people smoking weed outside right. of it you know you and drinking beer like things like that but mm-hmm. exactly exactly but let's be real smokers is gonna smoke so mm-hmm. If you got somebody at the at the brewery, and that's you know what happened, you had people that was there like, oh, all right, cool, we here, all right, we here, we drinking beer, and yo, y'all smooth, all right, I'll see y'all outside, mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So the owners, to some or managers, to some extent, gotta have some kind of cognizance about that. that. But you know, we try to be respectful where we can, and it was like, mm-hmm. it was such an amazing thing to see people from different walks small grow big grow facility grow and everybody's just there showing pictures but to it was so wild to be like to be around these events and see people just like kind of like slowly show their phone yeah and like peek around a corner and like make sure they're okay you know what i'm saying and and to an extent there's still a lot of that i mean i mean look at my joint i'm like i don't need everybody all the way in my business and Mm -hmm. so it's Mm -hmm. but it's long when we see when we think about visions and legacies and and things like that those are the mindsets that i have Mm -hmm. when i think about cannabis and what i do with my page is long-term visions when when my my son is older mm-hmm. what's the scene gonna look like you know what i mean and so we're we're sowing these seeds so to say uh, uh with these awkward interactions at the brewery where you don't really know the people you know what i mean but that's mm-hmm. the thing that's got to happen more and more um and it will and it will we just got to keep momentum behind it mm-hmm. definitely like I, um, <laughs> the, the, the meeting at the brewery, uh, sound like in the kink, um, community, 
we, they would often be meetups at restaurants or whatever. And yeah, there would be like, yeah, shoved in a corner or whatever. And like, that's the, <laughs> that's those guys there for the munch. Um, but <laughs> I like, and the, the, the kids and stuff, they like, or the, the future and just like normalizing cannabis and all that, like. My son loves the plants. He loves going, like, he will bang on, like, the tent and, like, make me open the, you know, guilt trip me <laughs> opening them. He loves looking at them. And then he, like, you know, gets distracted very quickly. But, like, yep. you know, like you said earlier about, um, you know, fitting in to community standards and, like, otherwise you're going to, you know, kind of cause too much attention, bad attention your way if you're too far outside the norm. Like, um, so then I have to like, you know, I have no intention of homeschooling him. I don't think my husband, my husband has no intention of homeschooling him. So he's going to be going to, you know, public school probably. Right. Um, so yeah, so it's we like we've we ain't got that kind of scratch, buddy. You're gonna have to Yeah, yeah, right? Um, you know, so like but then it's just like all right, and he's I feel he might have a little language delay right now, but I feel like once he gets going, he's gonna be chatty as shit. because um, his husband, his father and I are. But like then it's just like, well, do I have to worry about him telling everybody about my plants? And now I guess I could just, like, make sure I just have, like, the one tent or whatever, like, whatever. But, um, or I could just, what I'm actually thinking is more just incorporating some food um, into one tent and then maybe having, like, one or two plants in there. But, like, I'm actually at a point where, you know, I finally am at, like, growing-wise, like, I'm growing decent plants. They're actually producing, like, a decent amount for us. So I'm not as like nervous or hyper in between harvests. And I was like for a while there, just like every month popping new seeds. So every month we'd be harvesting something. And this last month mm -hmm. was the first time like this, the last full moon. Cause that's just what I, where I timed it. Like, Oh, I'm just going to do it around the full moon. Um, this this last one was early January and I was like, I, my tents are full. I'm not going to pop new beans. Like I, I want to like make sure that these like clear out, like at least get a tent cleared out, fully clean, ready to go. Cause I did, I did a perpetual for a while when I, especially when I just had the one tent and it's, it's so hard to clean when you have to pull the plants out, but it's just, it's, so it's easier, um, that way. Like you don't have to worry about knocking them over is more my problem. Um, but yeah, it's just, I, I went off on a that's, tangent that's there. My, I'm sorry. Hmm? That's, that's my life. I run perpetual sog. Yeah. Do you, I'm how many, sog. well, no, I'm sorry. Like I won't ask how many times. <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> but so yeah, you have the perpetual. Um, how, how do you like to grow? Like, you know, what's your, what's your growth style? Do was fun. Do is fun. I do everything. Do you like to mix I it up? It. I do it all, baby. I'll be out here hustling. <laughs> yeah. For real. I, like, it's all a move to me. Like, it all depends. Like, I, like, I do. So, I do on perpetual. You already know, like, 
you got to be cognizant of what streams you're growing, what you think they're going to do, all of that. And then got to be potentially selective with them if they're not doing what you want them to do for your space, right? I'm a small grower. I got small space. Like, out here hustling like dudes that got mm. big spaces. It's like, so it's one of those things where to me, it's like a puzzle. Everything is like a puzzle. Um, you you check the pieces and see how they're doing. And if you need to make changes, you make changes. Um, with that, I started off as a, uh, as a soil grower. Um, mm. Organics, I loved it. It was the intro. I was like, this is what I want to do. I like it. I'm liking mm -hmm. what I see. I started making, you know, amended soils and stuff. I started doing down to earth. Uh, people sleeping on down to earth so i don't know why sleeping. <laughs> I, yo i like guy green man but yeah. the shipping cost is real bro uh. down down to earth has good amendments as well that's what i started off with i started mixing my own stuff up um, yeah i think I, I use a lot of down to earth stuff like yeah like the, if, unless they got, i order I from waltz i think they got some good stuff that uh that you I can do. really like zero in on specifically too. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. If you're using, if you're, if you're, but nine times out of ten, if you're using a nutrient line, you're gonna be using something that's complete. It's not gonna be like, hey, like you gotta go and get something elsewhere. Um, I mean, unless you're using the Fox Farm nutrients. But anyway. But even that, you could get through a grow with. Maybe not the best, but you can still get through a grow with it. Um. Mm. I don't recommend. I mean, not that, without but... like CalMag. I had to add a shit ton of like. Well, I had to add a CalMag, and then I just, I don't know. I I I didn't like it. I think a lot of it probably depends on pot size and stuff like that too. It's probably a lot. I don't recommend. Maybe. It, but I start. I started off making soils, and mm -hmm. I got kind of not necessarily bored with it, but curious about other things. Sure. And so. I went from that to cocoa and I was like, cocoa is way better than soil. It's way easier to understand. And that was my philosophy. I kind of like went into, you know, cause this has been, again, it's been a journey. It's not been something that's just kind of happened. Um, I'm like, cocoa's the best thing ever. I'm never turning back to soil, you know? And so I started understanding what cocoa results were doing. I was like, all right, cool. Like, what else is out there and so then i got curious about hydro and i think that i think that my heart lies with uh either recirculating dwc so recirculating or just deep water culture altogether um i love soil i love cocoa you can amend stuff but to me i just love messing with the water it's something about <laughs> the water seeing the roots that I just love and um, I do all of it literally I have plants that are in hydro right now I have plants that are in cocoa I have plants that are in um, amended soil and so it's hard work like you said when you're doing perpetual it's it's hard work yo hand watering whether I mean some of it's automated some of it's hand but every day you're in there checking every every day every oh, day every yeah. day it's like it's it's work but it's yeah. joyous you know what i'm yeah. saying and that's mm -hmm. the thing to me 
that's the most important part of it because there's a lot of people that are going out here talking shit on salts and there's no reason for it talking shit on organics and there's no reason for it really what yeah. the fuck makes you happy it's so many people smoking weed that have like this sour puss ass attitude and it's just crazy to me like y'all smoke so much weed and y'all got sticks up your asses like, just, <laughs> just just grow the fucking weed the way you want to grow it and do your own right. thing you right. know, i don't i don't have to say that my shit is better than somebody else's to prove that it's good and that's right. more we're, we're like, talking more like you're we're talking more about like your bigger kind of people now, like your facility group. We're getting into this kind of like now hype kind of realm um, where it's like, you know, our shit is the best and your shit right. is the rest. Right, because they're trying There's to make sales. Left. And if they have the, the accolades, they'll get the sales. So sure. that's that's my thing, man. Grow that shit the way you want to grow it. And, you know, mm -hmm. learn what you want to learn. If you want to improve, though, in my opinion, like actually improve, then you're going to start learning things about environment and crop steering and stuff like that. Sure. It's, it's only natural that you would learn those things if you ultimately, that's what I found in my, in my walk, uh, to learn what crop steering is and to actually start utilizing those things. Use utilize. I mean, we understand things about like PAR and P, PPFD, uh, P, uh, VPD, you know, start utilizing these these crop steering methods if we're talking yields and, and all that kind of stuff maximizing the plants out yeah but some people like, go on bonsai that shit ain't about maximizing the plant out it's about just doing that's some just art shit. And I, I, do that. <laughs> I i love doing bonsai stuff man yeah. a lot of when i when i was growing a lot of autos that's all i was doing really was bonsai shit and i loved it nice. because autos can take that you know what i mean mm. and now i find myself um not only growing regs, but, uh, you know, starting to chuck a little pollen and see what the fuck if I'm going to make some fire myself, you know? Because mm -hmm. I want to smoke certain things and I want to have certain effects. Yeah. And that was part of, I think, what we was talking about before about finding, like, grow grow what, what in a way that makes you happy and do what you love, but also smoke the shit that you need to smoke for the effects you want. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's no point in me growing some super pretty ass weed if it doesn't make me feel the way I want to feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I'm if I'm looking for something that makes me sleepy, but the shit makes me anxious as hell. You know, yeah. what's the point in growing it? Yeah. And so, yeah. I'm still in the like, uh, you know, I still have um, beans that I haven't grown yet. Yet, just because maybe, you know, some some breeders have sent me like a few things at once or whatever. Um, so I still have like several full moon stuff that I haven't grown touched yet. Uh, a couple of gem seekers I haven't grown out and, um, so I'm definitely, you know, going to do those too. But, you know, so it's like for, for us, it's just constant variety anyway that we've noticed. Um, sure. There are certain strains that, you know, make us feel maybe a certain way. Like so far I've only found like one that I've grown, um, that actually like puts me to sleep, like just consistently. Um, so that's been nice, but you know, I don't know if, will it do it again? I don't know. Like, will the conditions be the same? Was it the strain? Did I just let it? I don't know. So I think chances are you'll find that that to be true as you yeah grow. like i um I, when i one of my 
most memorable strains was a, a skunk strain I grew in organics. And I'm talking about smelling through a mason jar in a case, mm. in a bag, <laughs> smell up the room. Like the best, the best profile mm -hmm. that you could imagine was 100% spot on. Anytime you smoked it, it was like you come up real fast, you mm. stay up for a little bit, you come down real nice, and you just mm. get these amazing body vibrations from it. You know what I mean? I never. Um, not to say I haven't had any strains that, that have done that, but that was a consistent part of that as I've smoked it throughout the time. And so, nice. um, yeah, I think that having some picks and some faves as you go, uh, the stuff that you miss when you're like, damn, I really missed, like, I really could smoke some of this right now. Right. Like, that's when you know that, that you got something that you could go back on. Um, for me, and this sounds crazy, but Barney's, you know, years ago, they made a, a, a POD critical that was some fire. And Ooh. it was like, nobody mentioned it. Nobody said anything about it. And it was some pretty good weed. And it was like, man, I'd love to have that right now. A lot of it's association, too, right? Think about it. Last time I had it, I was going tubing with some friends and we smoked it. And, you know, so it's like <laughs> the nostalgia of having that also brings a lot. Yeah. Um, I got some friends that, that say that about uh, um, some lamb races and stuff like that. Uh, the lamb's breath. You know, takes them back to their days in school and stuff like that. Yeah, if you can get stuff like that, keep it. Smoke it. Keep it. Right. Right. I'm, I'm smoking. I'm growing another. Uh, I, I did a Bacchio times Guava Gelato at the beginning of last year. And I'm growing it again because I specifically want some of that smoke. It's super fucking gassy. The plant is beautiful. It's going to turn purple and all this different shit. But it's some fire. It's just some, when you smoke it, you're like shotgun to the chest, wake yeah. you up in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, fuck yeah, let's think. do it. <laughs> and that's what, you know. But that's my opinion, everybody. I'm yeah. a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fiend, a strain hunter. I, I almost call myself because it's like I did 30 joints last year, and I don't know what's going on this year. But it's like even through all of the different things we've tried, like there's still some ones that kind of stick with us. And it's like got to bring them back. Yeah. See if it's as good as I remember. Exactly. Yeah. Might definitely. even be better. Might yeah. even be better. Yeah, right be like especially doing it like a different method like and yeah so are you doing the salts like are you doing salts and organic still or with the different mediums or mm -hmm. yeah i got a couple different mediums running right now i've been getting well, yeah, the, but... uh, stack rock wool so like right now i use crop salts yeah uh, for some for some plants they're uh like my hydro plants they're getting crop salts and okay. uh then I've got some other plants that are over here that are in um, some down-to-earths. Mm -hmm. uh, I like to use for down... I mean, you use your guanus and stuff like that, um, but I've got them in the guanus and a little bit of the kelp alfalfa, um, some cocoa, and I actually mix a little bit of... Uh, I like to mix a little bit of the happy frog with it. 
um, as the start off. Like, so basically, like, I like to layer. It depends. It, it really depends um, on what I'm growing because sometimes I'll do layer methods for soil types. Sometimes I'll mix up different things. But the particular plants that I have now, like I have uh, Lemon Fire OG, like she's in an amended mixture. So she's getting... Um, a little bit of the happy frogs and then getting some guanus and uh your kelps alfalfas and stuff like that nice it's really i really it's i don't have a method i just do like <laughs> i do I, I really should in a way kind of grow one way but i get feelings and this is the part of me that's the, the uh the non-scientific part <laughs> like there's parts of me that are like, hey, I'm just going to grow this plant and I'm going to flip it in three weeks. There's certain plants I grow and I'm like, OK, I'm going to max this out. I'm going to scrog it. There's certain plants I'm growing. I'm going, OK, this is sea of green. It's going into sea of green area. And so this is what's fun to me, just doing all these different types of work and seeing how they respond. Hell yeah. Yep. That's what it should be about. Like. I've seen way too many people, especially recently, you know, that seems like they're just focusing on sponsorships or something and they're, they're not really focusing on what they actually want to grow. Cause then they're just like, well, I don't know what to do or whatever. Like, I don't know what content to put out or whatever. And it's like, well, one, like, you can't, like, you shouldn't, I don't know, maybe not be as focused on, like, oh, my God, what content should I do? Like, I don't really have to worry about that. I just take pictures of what I'm doing. Right. So, For me, you know, sometimes it's, it's a, it's a, what am I going to create? Yeah, um, of course. largely because I do some editing stuff. Like, if I'm going to do, mm -hmm. a, like, an actual image, like, all right, let me do something I'm going to try to print. You know what I mean? So I have to kind right. of force myself into that mode. But for the most part, I just take pictures of what I see, too. I'm just yeah. viewing the plants as we go along, and, and I'm kind of, like, on the journey with them, really. You know Exactly. I definitely do that. And then I, you know, just the, the uh, like, everything is really just documentation. Like, um, you know, I'm surprised I haven't had, like, a worm bin. <laughs> But I, there's just, it's, it's boring, right? It's the worm bin. Like you get some soil out, you put some food in there, whatever. It's so low maintenance. Um, but I wish yeah. I could keep up with that for our outside, man. Yeah. We got, well, not here, but we've got a, a different place where we, um, a buddy and I have a location where we do some outdoor growing. It would be lovely out there, but we're a little at the mercy of the elements too in Virginia weather can be a little bit treacherous yeah like with outside you have to have like just big compost areas um and then they can you know they you know if you have a good big enough colony that gets fed enough like when it's cold they just burrow down and kind of sleep um and then come back up you know in the spring but yeah it's it, it gets it's it gets pretty cold so yeah, especially we kind of up there we ran into issues with uh with borers out where we're at now oh uh, yeah the wildlife issues yep 
Yep, and and a few bear actually too. Oh yeah, it's like pretty intense down there for a while, man. Like brown bears though, right? Like mm, black bears. Oh, mm-hmm. Ooh, the fun, the the extra fun ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just have the the cute cuddly brown bears that you know you just if you square up to them they'll be like fine. That's too much work. I'm just gonna go. Hopefully those not grizzly bears. <laughs> No, like they're they're not. Like they're usually like you know, I mean they're large, right? They're still pretty big, but they're not like the super huge and like I mean they're just they're literally like they're just looking for food like you know, if 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 they're really truly starving, maybe they'll be a little bit more aggressive or maybe if it's a mother or something, it, you know, it might be a little bit more aggressive, but for the most part like you can like just start making like super loud noises and like like you know like I said just like squaring up to it and being as big as possible and like usually that's enough to get it to like back down and like go away like because it's just like eh, this isn't worth the fight. Yeah, they didn't mess with the plants too much this year. They really messed that's with good. the water sources is where we were having the issues with them. Huh? Because bear are getting if you got water sources out there, they'll get into them. Yeah. Especially if it's something simple like a drum or something like that. They're definitely getting into those. So we try to steer away from that. But even the little setup we had out there, we were still having to run them off. Yeah. And we got a good bit of deer up there too. But we didn't have any problems really with the outdoor stuff as far as the big animals. We uh, really had the issues with the, the boars. Because once you get those, it's kind of hard to, to fight those off. Yeah. Um, they get through you know, fences. Kind of like you're kind of you're kind of <laughs> limping. You're kind of limping in the harvest, depending yeah. on when you get hit with them. I mean, we were throwing all types of stuff out there, uh, parasitic wasps and and ladybugs and all kinds of. I mean, I, I get out here where I'm at. I get praying mantis that that uh, breed right here in the bushes, not too far from us. So that's I mean kind of like readily available but when you get boars it's tough to it's tough to fight those off yeah so yeah no they're mean they're we had javelinas in phoenix well not like usually in phoenix but like nearby and they're mean yeah so i got it so yeah wow we've been going for a while (laughs) um A a lot to cover yeah i ain't even started rapping yet so ah! you know. <laughs> was there any that you needed to get off your chest <laughs> no nah, i was um talking on, on my page about that but certain like again going back to the different types of strains and stuff like that mm. stuff that makes you feel creative and i started mm-hmm. smoking i smoked a little bit of this ice cap coffee um from F- neck and that just every time i look at it it just makes me want to start rapping and that's the cool thing, man. You find something that just makes you feel like, yo, that's, yeah. When you digging in your jars, man, yeah, I want something that makes me feel like I can rap. Something mm-hmm. that makes me want to lay back. Like, all right. You know what I'm <laughs> yes. I mean, maybe thing. not rap, maybe just dance, but yes, like, Paint, or clean. I mean, sculpt, clean, so, yo, productivity versus, you know, laying back, chilling out. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't really I need something that's going to kick me, kick me in the butt. I, you know, something's <laughs> going to make me lay down, boy. A lot yeah. of stuff. 
you know, I grew a lot of gassy weed last yeah. year, and a lot of it made me sleepy. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, it's, it's too yeah. relaxing. Yeah, you definitely. Like, I if I don't have the right one for like even work, it's just like I cannot focus. Yeah, I had some 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 OGs that were really nice last year too, but it's uh. It's like that's that's the thing for me, you know. I'm kind of weeding through all these different things to kind of see what's good and what's not good, and right. anything I want to try to grow again, maybe, maybe not. But right. as I go along, I started just, you know, as you as I'm learning information and seeing it, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna put something together and see what happens. Yeah. And so. Well, yeah. Just wait until you start strain hunting, pheno you know, searching and whatever, I'm t- like... I'm, t- I'm talking about smoking it. Fuck. I mean, all that's cool, uh, too, but I'm trying to smoke that shit. That's why I'm out here. Yeah. Well, yeah, but... Of course, that's a consideration, but then, you know, you want the plant to be able to produce, right? So... Mm-hmm. Or potentially look a certain way. I don't know. But... Somebody said, somebody said it's going to be the year to sours. I've been, oh, no. for, I've been hearing that for like I, that's wishful that thinking these are the people that think they're gonna get like sour like straight up sour diesel or pineapple express like top you got, keep dreaming huh top dog, well, top, top dog putting some fire out there on, yeah on the, well on, they're on but the it's their house. own create their new creations you know and of course they're probably amazing and that's good like like, you know, I just, some people like, I don't know, some people just like to cling to the nostalgia and it's just like, oh yeah, but. This is the part where the research comes in though, because I think JJ has been doing that since the nineties. So mm. even if he, even if it's his cut of it or, or mm-hmm. he got it from somebody or whatever the case may be to have it at a, at a back cross three over all these, I think they're up to a BX four on it mm. at this point is lineage and legacy mm-hmm. and that's you know so i think yeah. that i mean i definitely have some of it i'm trying to see what's going on with it now i got a strawberry diesel um mm-hmm. pack from them that sounds like some fire and there's been a lot of uh pictures of his like dirty taxi that came out and um african haze i started seeing a lot of like these land races and stuff that he's messing with they came out that look pretty good too so there's a lot of breeders and a lot of fire man you know what i mean it's the question is what value does it bring to the home grower and what mm-hmm. value does it bring to the consumer mm-hmm. so try yeah. it see if you like it that's my motto man i'm trying to try all the buds right me too within reason like there's like i don't know i just right now i've just been on such an auto kick that's just kind of what i focused on but i i know it's not gonna last i know i'm gonna get bored with it and be like yeah but what about all the other like photo options (laughs) that are out there yeah the auto game to me is uh I'm very grateful for it, and I love the auto community. I love autos. I, mm-hmm. I'm really, if I had space to just do them, I would do them just DWC straight up because you can get some straight trees 
out mm. of autos and DWC, man. Like people, like you don't need to even run so many plants. Again, if you find something that you love, that's an mm-hmm. auto. Um, if I'm growing for me, if I'm growing uh, strawberry nuggets from the Feastos. I'm growing that DWC because I want that plant to get as big as it possibly can because I love that strain. Um, the creme de la creme is another one. Um, but anyway, there you know there is a, a bunch of other breeders and stuff that are out there that are making really good stuff with autos. And I think that yeah. if you if you love it, love it. You know what I mean? And I, I love growing them. I, I, re- I really wish I had the space for it. Uh, but the photo game is just, there's so much going on with it, man. And like, I think that that's where research comes in is finding stuff and being able to go back and say, all right, what, what has this Mm -hmm. breeder done? This person's, you know, been doing it for 20 years and they got 15 strains. This person has been doing it 10 years. They've got a hundred strains. Okay. What are they using and seed Mm -hmm. finder and all these different resources and stuff that just start learning again, more about where it came from and, you know, again, what it is. Yeah. Uh, so autos is autos is definitely, uh, got a place in my heart, but there's some diesels I'm working on and some fire OGs and trop cherry was an amazing strain that I smoked on by relentless genetics. Mm. Uh, there's so much fire out there, man, that it's hard to kind of even know who to go to. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, what do I even do? But that's where, again, I like to take the pictures of the stuff. And again, if it's not edited and it's not, I'm not dragging it out. I'm not doing what mm-hmm. some people are doing, which is exaggerating their images too much. <laughs> or if I am, you can tell it's exaggerated. Yeah. Um, but like, just straight up showing herb, like, yo, yeah. this is what it is. Yep. Check them out right that's that's what i tried to do as well <laughs> just like it is what it is <laughs> mm-hmm. for good or bad like you know whether we're at the the beautiful like you know veg or you know early to mid flower where everything just looks amazing and perfect and green and then it starts fading and then people are like why are your plants look like shit and it's like because it's fading Auto flowers seem to be more like artistic plants to me, man. I have had probably, I, I don't think I can ever recall having a herm out of an auto. Like, I have de- destroyed, <laughs> I've, I've destroyed some plants. I'm talking about breaking, I'm talking about super cropping, LST, all types of things to just mold it and do different mm-hmm. shapes and stuff with these plants. And that was like the huge thing you can't you can't really do that with photo period in my opinion you're not doing that so much with photo periods these days especially with a lot of these breeders out here now because i don't think they're breeding down their plants so they don't so the photo periods don't do well with like even lst stuff like and i mean you should be doing that that in veg right with photos yeah and not to say that but it's what i find is that I have to be more on point with my timing with my training stuff with photo periods. Like in veg, we're doing this. If it's LST, if it's mainlining, if it's super cropping, doesn't, whatever it is, I'm doing it here. Okay. I'm going to do it at this period and this period and this period, defoliating, things like that. Everything is very like structured. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I'm going to wait 21 days and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to go here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
where to me autos are way more fluid especially because you don't know what the plant's going to do mm-hmm. i've had some plants that just you get some they're like all right what's going to happen okay nothing it's pretty <laughs> short and stubby and it's just making huge buds and then you have some other plants that like things that are coming out from like daz for example uh-huh. and i haven't uh-huh. even grown any night owl stuff but i've seen enough of it through reddit and just through the community yeah. to know that you could pop some motherfucking daz and that shit Fuck grows yeah. off the chart grow mandela effect and tell me that shit don't get off the walls i've and grown daz like, i can test i can so, test those to me are more fluid plants mm-hmm. if i see something like that in my garden and it's getting out of hand i'm going to be working with it as it goes yeah. i'm going to be going okay i need to Whoa. tie this over here and bend this down while it's still flexible and do all these different yeah things. like and that's the thing with autos is like that i've noticed like like i can't do shit in veg when they're because they're just too tiny um and it's not until they're in flower but there's a window you got to do it like you know when they're big enough to mess with um but then like before they get too brittle because obviously once they're later into flower they're too brittle if you start fucking with them you're gonna break shit off um it may grow back if it's er if it's still early enough right like you can like tape it up and it'll grow back or whatever and it'll be fine or continue to grow but in dwc those plants those autos get so aggressive yeah you can pretty much do what you need to do with them at will i got pictures of uh what was it a strawberry mango crumble from mephistos i think it was a tester cross or something and i wound up giving the season my homeboy just because i've been growing all photos now but i grew this plant i left for like four days it was it four or five days and came home and this plant had grown like something like 25 inches or something christ yeah and yo i have literally i have measured dwc autos and Mm -hmm. seen them grow in transition three inches in eight hours in eight hours autos can fucking drink they are the frat kids at the party like they like when they are starting to flower this is what i've noticed consistently um that early flower uh like you know week one to like about four five four between somewhere between four and five they're just like give it to me give it to me give it to me give it to me more now like they and then if you do they're like i'm you know some of them obviously not all of them but you know like i've noticed with my upstairs girls the ones in the white tent um yeah they're getting massive like you know the two of them are definitely taller but the other two have some really good like branch side branching action and they have a lot of bud points and i uh, i i think they're yeah they look good they look really i'm very happy with that there's a guy on youtube <laughs> and uh it, again it just it, it makes me happy man to be able to just talk about other growers and other people I've seen along the way uh, but there's a guy on YouTube his name's bubble Ponics King check him out on DWC autos he grows nothing but autos man and things are absurd yeah absurd, fuck absurd yeah. you know so yeah like these the autos is definitely why I'm like I should maybe definitely get like an auto pot system just because then they can just drink however much they want i think it's more uh 
it's wiser over time when you talk about efficiency and again mm -hmm. this goes back to grower preferences right because of there's course people to say do it do it do it and there's right like oh it's stupid why would you do right it? they're like no pan watering got my i got my coffee can and that's what i'm sticking with you could talk to me and i'm gonna be like diy it somehow <laughs> figure out how to build it yo i'm about yo i am i'm not cheap man like I'm not cheap, but I'm selective, man. And I, right. I hate, because I've done it, I hate paying a lot of money for something that right. I could have straight up made. And I'm not good at making stuff. So when I see, like, DWC kits out there and dudes mm -hmm. are paying $250, $300 for RD, I mean, DWC stuff. I'm yeah, just sure. go to the grocery store, get a couple of things. It's really, you just, go and, to, um, yeah. Go like, to Home yeah. Depot. Get the and little get bubbler. For, yeah. Go to Home Depot, get a tote for thirteen dollars, yep. and drill some holes in it, and put some floor flex in it with some air stones, and you are with net baskets and all this for like a hundred dollars, yo, and you're straight, you know. Yeah. And you can recirculate and all this so much cheaper. And I've been there, so it kills me. I always look for cheaper ways to do stuff, but you know, sometimes there's no cheaper way to do it, depending on what it is. Right, and sometimes I, I don't know with on like auto, on an auto pots i think if i was uh trying to focus on time like y'all i just don't want to be hand watering i would definitely jump on it um but if you're a person that likes to be in there with your plants and i do that's why i haven't done it yet like the music and, and i you know i don't even need to listen to music it's just it's because it's in the early morning is when i usually have time for it like so it's just me and the plants and i don't mind the quiet um but and i have like a two gallon watering can thing um which then it like you know forces me to to use my arms that's good <laughs> um but so it's like it's enough usually to like kind of get the, the the plants done and then if i have to re you know refill fine but like then like what i what i've been doing is then i just make sure like especially if like now with them in the like kind of their they just started week three of flower um you know i will make sure they have like a good inch or so of water in the like oversized like plant saucers that they're in and just let them soak it up and give them like a couple of days with it and they love it so it's been basically the same thing. I'm just like, it's like very manual system. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, you know, I just, I, I let them then dry out, like, right, give them a day in between and then water them again, do the same thing again. And that's the part that you see, you know, you probably get value out of both of them because you're still getting time in there. Some people don't want, there's so many different, that's why the, the community is such a, you know, a continuum really, a spectrum. It's like, Sure. Some people are like, yo, I don't want to be in there at all, actually, because yeah. I, need to keep I just want very, the medicine sanitary and I need to make sure that I don't have my pets in here and I don't have myself in here and I'm not touching my buds with my hands right. and stuff like that. And then you got everything in between, you know, and there's, you know, people on the opposite end that are like, yeah, I've had some friends. I'm like, what the hell? You what? You like, you need to clean this joint. Like. <laughs> Look at your Yo, why am brother yeah can you, can you you're please? inviting pests <laughs> yo i literally had to tell one of my homeboys like yo seriously man like you can't do this man you can't i can't i can't let i can't stand here and let you do this you know yeah. but 
Come on, once every three months at bare minimum, guys. Come on. That Clean that shit out, whether it's in between runs or hit that joint every flip. You gotta get yeah. in there and be lazy, man. Don't yeah. be lazy. You know, you gotta wipe it up, like clean it. You know, like get the excess water so that's not just sitting around creating mold, attracting it. I don't know. Yeah, I swear, man. If I was, if I was like a video person or something, I'll be doing all kinds of stuff like that. <clears throat> we have character. Yeah. We have community. We we need community actors. And people show out stuff like this. There's a few out there actually. Start showing stuff like that. Stuff yeah. that really happens in the groves that nobody talks about. <laughs> Losing I, half your shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, you're high, like what? I try to, but yeah, I guess I, I I don't I don't I don't point everything out, but I have definitely done if like the the there's been a couple that like you know I talked about like cleaning your tents or just like you know the grower judgment things and yeah, yeah it's definitely yeah, got that some was pretty dope yeah those were fun so but you know but it's you know it's like that I definitely I, look forward to I don't feel like doing think, it every uh, week huh oh yeah hell yeah that's a lot of work <laughs> yeah like and nobody wants to see it like you know and that's you know the the thing with like IG like of course. We all like to be need to be reminded, you know. That's why there's so many like, you know, hey guys, change your bong waters, because um, people are forgetful. Um, but at, like at the same time, you know, as a creator, like I have to make sure that I'm doing like new content that doesn't like even make me bored. But yeah, still people have short memories. <laughs> It's part of the, I think that's part of the process, you know, and that's, you know what, I actually saw uh, a guy, I think it was Wallow on IG that was saying that, like, some people cycle uh, their content, and so mm -hmm. it's like, well, people didn't even see this when I made it back here, so let me show sure. it, and I think that there's some value to it, I mm -hmm. haven't done that much, even though I've looked back and gone, damn, like, nobody even saw this. Um, I mm -hmm. wonder if they noticed that or I wonder if this will inspire somebody today because I'm feeling like getting away and this reminds me of adventure or something like that, you know, and um, I think that's part of the process, man. I think that there's seasons for everything, you know, just yeah. like we see through what we do. It's there's a time for expansion and growth and there's mm -hmm. a time for drawing in. Um, I said that before. We're, we're in a season we can use winter as a symbol for it and yeah. say that this is when we draw in. This is when things are dead and dying. We, we go inward. We go to the underworld, so to right. speak. Rest. Um, Hibernate. Ex exactly. Yeah. Spring is coming. Hopefully yeah. sooner than later. For real, because this weather is, I'm over it. <laughs> well, I mean, I've noticed around here that, like, because, like, we, we don't have any snow on the ground at all anywhere. Um, like, it's been cold, but uh, I don't think we've gotten any snow so far yet this season. No. Um, we usually get snow, like, February. So, like, you know, pretty much the month of February is when we get some snowstorms. And then March is... Yeah. Oh, and then March is like back to just being like what, so mm -hmm. yeah, it's nice like being by the Blue Ridge and the it's Appalachian. Only a couple Mans. hours from here, it's about three hours. Yeah, yeah, yep. I um, well, I went up to Richmond, um, and so yeah, that was 
as, as close, which, you know, kind of similar area, I know. So, but yeah. Richmond is where everything is popping for real. Seriously. Yeah. Like it was a cute little, you know, city. Like I, I enjoyed it. I loved the trees. Like it really reminded me of Massachusetts. Um, so and then I was just like, I need to plant some pine trees in my yard. We've been thinking about trying to get down more a little towards either Virginia Beach area. Virginia is a spot, man. Low key. I mm. kept trying to tell a lot of family members, really, this entire area is like people sleeping on this area, man. The Virginia, yeah. West Virginia, Maryland region. I mean, Maryland people are kind of more hip on the Maryland and, they, you know, as far as them being a relatively progressive state, but the whole area here, like we're, we're like DC Metro, like DC's an hour, Baltimore's an hour, uh, Virginia's here, West Virginia, Maryland, PA's 45 mm -hmm. minutes, you know, not even 45 minutes. And the cost of living is super relative, you know, it's, it's affordable. Mm -hmm. When mm -hmm. you go down into like your area, it's even more affordable. That's so affordable. <laughs> Education yeah. is is still on par. Um, yeah, Vir yeah, it still has Beach some, some County good stuff. Has like some of the best schools in the country. It's like this. Yeah. This area is a pretty nice spot, man. Yeah, I like. That's why when uh, when my dad was having health concern issues, um, the very you know, severe stuff. Um, it was like, well, you know, it's really expensive here in Massachusetts. And, you know, it was, it was COVID times and, you know, there was a very bubble in the real estate market. And I said, why not? Yeah, it's a good time. Like cash out, get some money out of this house, go down there where it's like, you know, going to be way less, like even with the, during the, the bubble, like finding a house, um, it's still, you know, and it was, and then we could like do improvements. So mm. it was nice. It's the name of the game. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, any, like, unless of course you have like, you know, a lot of cash that you have access to, you know, when you're buying a house, it's like, yeah, it's it's a expensive, lengthy process, and then usually, you know, your options are like, well, it's either going to be really, really far away from pretty much anything you want to be near, or you know, like the, the craziness <laughs> what, about that unless you is, get an adult. <laughs> the craziness about that is, is, and I'm not from this area, but I've just kind of seen it. Even is that the over there is going to be the over here before you know it. And it's always like the, our area and you look at like Northern Virginia, um, like Ashburn and, uh, Leesburg, even all the way as far as out like, like Ranson and great falls and all these different areas in Northern Virginia. Um, you hear people say this used to be farmland this was all right. farmland now you look at it it's all data centers and in neighborhoods you know there's so many buildings of amazon servers and stuff like that that are just filling up that area i mean it's just pouring into that area you know and yeah. so it's um that's how i felt I think, like worcester was and most of massachusetts I think if you can solidify some area in the suburbs, if that's what, you know, it depends. I like the, I like the idea of being suburban area in the sense of 
you know, I take a couple acres if I can and be able to drive to the nonsense, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And if I don't want to be in the nonsense, then I can drive home and I have a little bit of space. Yeah. You know? We... So if you could... Yeah, sorry. Like... No, I was going to say, if you could solidify your land, mm-hmm. you know, early as a, as a home buyer, you know, that's the key. Yeah. And then do the improvements later, like... We, we, we were not exactly in Roanoke or, you know, one of the neighboring, um, towns. Um, but we looked at, cause I, I, I did want some land like, oh, it would be nice if we had five acres, right? Um, plenty of space for the dog to run. Way too much. (laughs) Well, I I was like, yo, somebody's got, somebody's got (laughs) to mow that and that somebody is me well but then like if you have it where it's like you know mostly like woods or something like you know that's what you know and then you just like kind of do a section like closer to the house right whatever um but like all of that like one it was gonna be like at least 45 minutes outside of where my parents lived and i was like "Eh, we kind of wanted to be closer to them and i love my house and i love where we are but we're definitely too close to the neighbors and we have like, I mean, it's not, we don't have like an, I don't think we have an acre of land. Um, like we, we have like, we have a little, we, we have a little bit, whatever. We have a decent backyard. The, the kid has plenty of space to, to run. Um, but you know, I can definitely like, I'm like, eh, I am uncomfortable with how much like people can act, you know, see everything in our yard. And it was that, like, not our one neighbor next door, um, but between our neighbor next door and his neighbor was a bunch of trees, like big, huge, evergreen trees. And they were beautiful and that you just couldn't see past them. And it was lovely. Well, the reason I bring that up is because starting last, like, week, three days or so, it took um, to take down most of those trees. And they had, like, it was so heartbreaking. And I'm like, why are they doing that? I don't want to see past the trees. Um, well, apparently. plant some trees right there when they were digging uh, the other ones up on my Right? Family. Like, hey, guys, have you thought about bamboo? I, it's quick. Anyway. Um, I, but, like, so the, apparently, like, we got the neighbor from, we got the scoop from the neighbor because he's talkative and knows everybody. Um, apparently they had to take the trees down because there's like power lines there. And if they wanted to keep like the trees are only like uh, good for like about 15 years and then they start like dying off or having problems or whatever. So like the city was, or whomever was like, you have to have like an inch. If you're going to keep these trees, you have to get like an insurance policy on them. So if they like damage the lines, you know, we're just going to go after your insurance. And the homeowner said, buy trees. So I was like, well, I guess, you know, when that, you know, and I, you know, if they're just going to die and have problems, like, you know, maybe it is good to clear them out. But man, I hope they like plant some new trees. That's my whole point right there, because you're already saying if you feel like you ain't got the potential cutoff, that you feel like your space is a little bit compromised. And that's kind of like the downside of like we, you know, we uh, lived in a subdivision. So it's like kind of the downside of the suburban life if you don't have right. the acreage. It's like, right. you know, oh, well, the neighbor just, you know, their kid just hit the baseball. Baseball went through the window. Yeah. Well, even even if they fix it, it's still a hassle. 
You know of what course. I'm saying? And so it's like it's kind of much weird. like car like, accidents. <laughs> you get that? What you get? I, I find that in age almost. Like as I get older, I'm turning into that old guy that's just like, ah, get away from my lawn, get right. away from my house. You might break yeah. something. You might break <laughs> my plants out back. <laughs> also, you know don't look at my plants out back. <laughs> I mean, what plants out back? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nothing like, here. Keep walking. <laughs> it's like wow, Joe, but. I think a lot of that also comes from a need to have some space. Yeah. And, but, here, but here's the thing. The space is the desire for it is internal. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that a lot of us are missing. And, I, and I'm missing on a lot of days is that the space is inside that mm-hmm. you need. Yeah. You need, a, you need a break from the mind. You need a break from the ego or the lights flashing. There's so many forms of, uh, you know, things that are getting our attention. And it's, it's constantly flashing our face all the time. You know what I mean? So I think that speaking on that land is kind of a grasp at that. It's that, uh, you know, I could walk in my backyard or take five minutes right. to walk to my uh, uh, to my mailbox and have right. that peace as I go and but the reality of the matter is is that if you don't create that space within you'd just be doing the same damn thing which is being on your phone stressed out walking to the mailbox you right know, or feeling some of those adversive feelings that you don't want to have um because we the peace comes from within you yeah. know we have to find that place within ourselves where we can um experience the the I call it presence. You could say Eckhart mm-hmm. Tolle or somebody uh, would call yeah. it presence. But yeah, just being just... present, right? Yeah, that space. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's hard. Back and forth we go. Back and forth we go. Do yeah. the dance. No. No, it's hard, but it's... Speaking of which, I will have to cut this off. Like, <laughs> uh, And yeah, also, we've only... For a minute, this is like a two-parter. Yeah, right? Bam, bam. No, I'll probably just put it all out together. So that was The Alchemist. I am Miss G or Angie Goods. You can find the show has an Instagram page, All Fudged Up Pod. Um, You can find, you know, of course, in the show notes. Um, The Alchemist and myself and yeah. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you, The Alchemist. And I hope all my little fudge pops are having a wonderful week. And yeah, be kind to each other. Uh, Music, of course, by Jay Nephilim. Thank you so much. And yeah, all right.